Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. So again, go over to youtube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks. Hey, this is sports journalist Bridget Case, and you're listening to Beyond Borders with Rose Gold and Kid Gravity. The views and opinions of the following podcast are solely those of the hosts and Beyond Borders. And if you don't like it, we don't care. But, uh, you know, I've adopted the attitude of the great Negro at the time. But, uh, you know, I've adopted the attitude of the great Negro at the time. It's funny, folks, that we sit here November 14, 2021, and you get upset that us, as people that don't ride with the Democrats, you get upset that we point out your man's flaws. Yet we watched for six years. You telling Trump supporters who had the balls to defend Donald Trump. They were the racists. They are siding with a man who did not like black folks, did not like Mexicans, did not like the Asians, did not like the Muslims, didn't like a whole bunch of folk. And you made him stand tall about what he was saying in the media, on Twitter. And you made Trump supporters have to answer for that man. And I'm going to tell you something right now before we start the show. I respect the hell out of them for that because they sat there and showed you that, yeah, win, lose, or draw, they're going to ride with their man. And guess what? When they rode with their man, their man gave them what they asked for, safer borders, more job opportunities, got black folks in the middle class. We were booming two years ago. Now we're in hell. And we have a lot of people to thank tonight because this didn't happen on Clubhouse like I wanted to last week. So I might as well just use my own platform and just destroy all of you whilst destroying Joe Biden and destroying the concept that you guys seem to miss, which is critical race theory. That's not what you should be mad at. You should be mad at critical pedagogy shout out to coach felicia killings and i have to call her coach because if i don't call her coach she gonna cuss me out folk this is the post birthday stream i am another season in the tooth this is gonna be fun i planned to do this show last friday it didn't happen because wife bought me a birthday dinner the itis hit And I said, um, nah, not today. And I was going to do it last night. Same thing happened. I was like, nah. So tonight we're going to do it. We're going to do it here. So before we get started, thank you for listening wherever you are. I appreciate it. Share, like, and subscribe. That's right. Share, like, and subscribe because I'm not like other YouTubers. I'm different. All right, let's get to the show. You saw the, you heard the first clip. You saw the first clip. If you're on YouTube, Joe Biden on Thursday brought out the safe N-word, Negro, referring to Negro League great 
Satchel Page. Let's start it off like this. Satchel Page was a coon, ladies and gentlemen. I will do. I will be planning on doing a show about that in the very near future. Satchel Page is under the microscope because he has said some things about black folks that are not very endearing. But that's not what that is about today. Today we're going after Joe Biden. We're going after the get your booty to the pole hose. We're getting the divine nine down here in Atlanta. Everybody gets it. Kamala, you're safe for today. This ain't about you. Stay in your hole. Joe Biden and all his voting block. Folks, this past week on Twitter, I know I always call Twitter accessible, but I went back on there because Coach Felicia said it's a great way to get your message out. So I went back on there. And this is why I don't like going on Twitter. I met me an offended member of the Jews who wanted me to fight white supremacy for them. I don't got that kind of time. I got my own problems as a black man. I have a family to provide for. I'm trying to move up in the world. I'm in a whole new city for almost a year. I have to establish some roots. And Joe Biden is threatening my roots. I'd like to grow shit. This fool, four days ago, folks, we have the clip. I'm going to play the clip. Hope, well, I can't. I have the whole clip. I hope I don't get flagged, but who cares? This is from WMAR TV down in Maryland. I'm, I'm assuming Baltimore. Fair use, mother. Fair use. Copyright disclaimer 1976. All them words. We finished. We finna play what Joe Biden said. And this just goes to show you the kind of duplicitous bastard this man is. Which, if you followed the podcast, I've told you about this for a year and a half. But y'all didn't want to listen. So, okay, you're going to listen tonight. This is what this duplicitous bastard said four days ago. Folks. President Joe Biden just finished up speaking at the Port of Baltimore. He was here to talk about the largest federal investment in ports in our history. WMER 2 News' Abby Isaacs joins us live now from the port after hearing what the president had to say. So, Abby, you were there. You covered the event. What did the president have to say? Well, President Joe Biden said the goal of this $1 trillion infrastructure deal is to create jobs, address the current inflation, and get more product on the shelves of stores this holiday season. Now, the president joined the governor, Baltimore City Mayor, and the congressional delegation here at the Port of Baltimore this afternoon for a tour. He saw cargo moving equipment and met longshoremen who work here. It's one of the many ports across the country that will benefit from the investment of this infrastructure deal. The goal is to modernize ports, to address COVID-related global issues that are causing supply issues and price increases in stores and at the gas pump. The deal brings a total of $7 billion to the state of Maryland to boost infrastructure and, in turn, the economy. We're going to reduce congestion. We're going to address repair and maintenance backlogs deploy state-of-the-art technologies and make our ports cleaner and more efficient. And we're going to do the same with our airports and freight rail. We're going to create jobs replacing lead water pipes that are here in Maryland as well as every other state in the union that are poisoning our kids and others. We're going to make high-speed internet affordable and available to everywhere in America. 
The RNC spokesperson called the president's visit here a publicity stunt, failing to address the supply chain issues, lower wages from inflation, and the rising prices. For now, live at the Board of Baltimore, Abby Isaacs, WMAR 2 News. All right, Abby, thank you. A closer look now at how our state is going to benefit from the infrastructure. I'm in Georgia, Maryland. No disrespect. Shout out to Rose. She lives in that state. I don't give a damn what's going on up in y'all state. I'm worried about what's going on down here. Folks, so you heard the duplicitous bastard Biden. So apparently this infrastructure bill is going to go through. All right, folks. I looked at it. Being the economy student that I am. The bill is BS. Number one. Number one, it doesn't help black folks in any way, shape, or form. Why do I say that? The bulk of these jobs, ladies and gentlemen, that he wants to create benefit unions. They benefit big white corporations. He's basically playing Reaganomics, trickle-down economics, if you will. We're going to see crumbs, but let them tell it. Oh, high-speed internet. Okay. Um... Last I checked, most black folks, even the poorest of black people, somehow have access to cable. They have access to high-speed internet. Last I checked, all these cable companies and all these telephone companies, the few that are still around, spent billions and billions of dollars opening up Wi-Fi hotspots and putting hotspots on our phones and Ethernet connectivity and Bluetooth connectivity. So you're going to tell me all this was crap. High-speed internet. For what purpose? We steal each other's Wi-Fis all the goddamn time. But again, let Biden tell it. He's doing something that's going to unite the nation. Remember that whole spiel? But we have supply chain issues. I got an alert from, from Chick-fil-A that said that some of their stuff due to the global supply chain issue is not going to be prepared the same way, or they might just not have it. I hope y'all bought y'all's turkeys. I'm fixing to go pick mine up tomorrow. Truckers. I warned y'all last year, if the truckers go down, we're screwed. It looked like it's about to come to pass now. A lot of truckers are saying that their companies and their unions are saying, you better get the Bell Biv DeVoe or you're not going to be able to work. But this is the duplicitous bastard Biden. This is Democrats, folks. These are the people who swear up and down that they know better than the GOP. They know better than the Republicans. But yet, every time you look at them in power, all they seem to do is raise taxes and use that money to enrich themselves. And it's not like I can't get mad at Biden because he told you this last year that he was going to raise taxes. He told you this including the nice graphic that everybody circulated on social media when he said he was going to raise the taxes of people in New York and California up to damn near 60%. Plus, y'all love Biden so much. Y'all are watching him turn one of the blackest cities in America, if not the blackest, the place that I live in outside of Atlanta. It is now the hardest hit by the rising inflation. Now, luckily, I live outside of Atlanta in one of the neighboring counties, but it's starting to trickle over here a little bit. But it's still we have more options. We can somewhat mitigate the damage. But this man 
is signifying a change, folks. Because for one thing Democrats do not like is people that don't rely on them. I'm going to say that again. Democrats hate when you cannot rely on them. And you don't need to rely on them. So we've watched for a year, almost, Joe Biden single-handedly prop up everybody else but keep black people low because he knows and the Democrat knows know that black people are going to use every little bit of resource that we have to make sure that we're not invisible to our own detriment. <clears throat> we're watching the erosion of our society but the white liberals and the black progressives aka the white liberals in blackface seem not to give a damn because they want to get one over on everybody else. They want to be the smartest people in the room. Now, right now, they look like the ass clowns that we all knew they were, but, you know, they still haven't come to terms with that. <clears throat> but again, I started off this show playing the clip from Veterans Day. You saw the thumbnail. We all know Joe Biden's a racist. I know that's not a real term, but we're just going to save it for this. A racist is going racist. We have a catalog of this man saying, I'll just give you the quick rundown. You can go look these up later. 1985. We, we like to, is telling me, it was just a speech. It was just a speech. Folk, let any other president that's not black. And that includes TV or media. Now we know Obama did it. He did it for a fact, but we gave him a pass. But let, like I said, Obama or anybody else address Congress using the hard ER. Oh, there would be an uproar. But Joe Biden said it in 1985. People circulated it around and not that much outrage because, of course, like I said, they said it was a speech. Somebody else said it. So this man can't self-censor. Fair enough. Okay, fine. You saw the thumbnail. We don't have to repeat that. You also heard what he said to Charlemagne. We all can recite that. It's like Psalms 23 now. We know he told a black male reporter he must be on crack for asking a question about him taking cognitive tests, which we all wish were being broadcast like those old coffee venereal disease updates that they would have on the TV every day last year. We're watching this man erode, folks, and his erosion is seeping over into our children. And I blame him for this because it got accelerated under his watch. And like I said, Democrats hate people that don't rely on them. So now that you're seeing the cultural revolution that was put in place by Donald Trump, you need a class of people that you know are going to be loyal again. So you have to create them because it's tough for an adult. Adults are just going to follow however they want to follow. But if you want us to have your legacy intact, you've got to start off young. So we're watching all these idiot public school teachers acting the fool, indoctrinating our children with crap. And there's going to be a culture war for the lives and the mental states of our kids. And I'm watching, you know, 
the debates of people online and on TV talking about critical race theory. To me, critical race theory is BS because there ain't no way in the world somebody's going to tell me that I'm inferior to somebody else. But hanging out on Twitter, like I said, I met Coach Felicia Killings and I'm going to have the link to that interview somewhere in the videos, either the description box or maybe one of those little cards in the corner. But <coughs> excuse me. She put me on the critical pedagogy and I decided to do this show to link Joe Biden to this concept, which is a college concept, by the way. I wanted y'all to understand this. So when you go into debates and people talk about critical race theory, you can educate them. And you can say, Kid Gravity told me about this. And then when they come to Kid Gravity, I'll say Coach Felicia Killens over on Twitter and the conscious conservative movement. They are the ones that told me about it. So this is the quick definition of critical pedagogy. It's a philosophy of progressive teaching whose objective is to promote the development of critical thinking in the student to generate individuals capable of examining the established power structures as well as the patterns of inequality constituted in the status quo. Um, Paulo Freire, who's credited as one of the main founders of this practice, he defined that education cannot be neutral. It is either an instrument of liberation or an instrument of domestication. Education must liberate the individual through a conscious, understood, and analyzed act. Now, this is the part you need to be mindful of. So next time y'all go to y'all PTA meetings, don't go viral. Go in there intelligently. It says, teachers should encourage students to observe and stimulate the student's awareness with the objective that they value social reality and build knowledge based on their experiences. To achieve this goal, teachers problem problematize the world, creating the right conditions for the learning process to take place. Folks, that's what you're seeing now. All these viral videos, you had the one teacher over in California who was doing that Indian thing in class. All these teachers circulating all this dumb race stuff through, through their classrooms. They're trying to rationalize racism in these kids. So then when racism does happen, I'm just going to come out and say white kids are going to be able to say, yeah, I'm white and I might have a problem, but now I can be reinforcing. I'll say it like this. What these teachers are really doing, they're reinforcing the fact of white supremacy in these kids because they're in a commercial message telling white kids, yes, you need to recognize the fallacy of your skin color, but understand there's a superiority in your skin color. Because as you're seeing, you see all these teachers talking about, oh, my skin, they're telling white kids, your skin is the skin of the oppressor. So you write this and you reinforce this in these kids. Now they're going home and telling their parents this. Their parents are livid. But then their parents are also telling them that you're not like that. Don't listen to the teacher. You have a problem. You come to me. So now they're getting two messages. So now they have two ways of dealing with the world's problems when they try to come after them. You've just reinforced the white supremacy on these kids. Now we go to the black kids. You're giving black kids, and I'm sorry, all you B ones gonna get mad at me for saying this, but we're watching these teachers reinforce weakness in our kids. 
because if you're telling if you're in this these classrooms and these lessons and you're watching these teachers basically call white kids the oppressor but you haven't taught black kids that they're on equal footing with these so-called oppressors you're building a permanent underclass you're continuing that structure so all these kids are just going to see is white person bad I got to do something to shake the apple cart. It ain't going to work. We're going to have keep having these kids getting killed and getting beat up and getting gunned down in the streets. It keeps going. I've said this for months. I said this for years. Leave white people the fuck alone. If you're black and you don't want to deal with white people, leave them the fuck alone. If you have to work with them, you work towards your goal, go the fuck home. If you need to deal with white people you deal with them on the basis of you get what you need and you go on if you want to go further than that that's on you but you better make sure that you know the consequences good or bad that are going to come with that and now we're sitting here in 2021 the year's almost over folks black people are worse off than we were two years ago white people took a hit but it's, they're recovering faster than we are hispanics are coming the asians let me tell y'all something next year with y'all's uh midterm elections oh don't worry i'm going to be here for you because i want you to understand these asians are coming y'all heard it here first i ain't worried about them latinos i'm worried about them asians vincent Torney said crt is designed to perpetuate the system by those who profit from the status quo yes Y'all better go do y'all research. Bill Gates has a lot of millions invested in these schools, including New York City. A lot of money. And he's pushing CRT. Now, he's not dumb enough to push pedagogy because he don't want that smoke. And he can't really push that in the black neighborhoods because those teachers are not going to understand how to, how to translate that to the inner city schools. Notice, you don't see this bullshit happening in an inner city school. It's always these schools where there's a somewhat of a hodgepodge of racial of racial makeups. So you can't go from where I where I'm used to be in New York, you can't go to District 29 with that. That's basically Southeast Queens. You can't pull that critical race shit over there. We not falling for it. We got enough problems up there dealing with our own. And this inter-black bullshit that's going on which i'll talk to i'll talk about at the end of the video because that's a little something else that i is very important that i i need to talk to y'all about that's gonna be a hell of a show i might get i'm i might lose my channel when i do that show but this critical pedagogy you better if you got kids you better check their homework every night you better check what books they're getting because if we allow this to go we're going to have drones as children and young adults. A teacher is not supposed to raise your child. It's supposed to be up to us. <clears throat> we got to make our children militant again. But back to the duplicitous bastard Biden. It's been about six months after I watched him give the Asians money. I watched him give kiss the Latinos asses. I watched him throw him. Well, he really sent Kamala and Sheila Jackson Lee and all the black people to pacify us with symbolism like Juneteenth 
which is just an excuse for federal workers to get a free day off with pay that's coming out of our tax money. By the way, if you're black, we are in the middle of hip hop month and quiet as it's kept, I haven't seen too much going on in the way of ceremonies or, I mean, okay, the hip hop, the, the rock and roll hall of fame inducted Jay-Z. Okay. I mean, is that supposed to be for hip hop month? Okay. You want, if you want me to respect hip hop month, how about a hip hop museum? I know they're building one in the Bronx, but there should be one in every city. If you're going to do something, you should give every rapper the main ones. I ain't talking about these stupid drill rappers, the greats, the pioneers. You should give them money towards their favorite charities on behalf of the government. But maybe you'll save that for August when you have hip hop week. So you got to warm up hip hop week to get to hip hop month. But this hip hop month. And by the way, Ice Cube still hasn't gotten his Zoom link invite. Still hasn't gotten it. But remember, he told you the duplicitous bastard Biden that it was going to be after the election. Told him in May, yes, we're going to have that conversation. Still hasn't had it. It's been six months. This is y'all. Biden sexuals, get outside. I need y'all. I need y'all to come outside and defend your man. Camilla jockeys, I need y'all to come outside and defend your man. Defend your woman. This is the ticket you told us was going to unite the nation. I need y'all to come outside. Every time I call for y'all, y'all hide. Y'all out there bitching about Kyle Rittenhouse. Y'all out there bitching about the McMahons, the McManus father and son down here in Georgia. I got to speak on that real fast. To me, the Kyle Rittenhouse thing, it only affects me for one reason. We know the Not Fucking Around Coalition a black militia group. We know that these laws and these lawmakers are watching that case very closely because they want to screw black people that are 2A from protecting themselves from the bullshit that's about to come next year. I'm going to warn y'all now, folks. There's going to be a cultural revolution next year. Kicking off in January, because what's going to kick off in January, folks? You're going to have the one-year anniversary of 1-6, the so-called insurrection. We already know those who play in the politics game. We know the right side. They're already planning something, some kind of memorial. We know this. That's going to be the first. Then you're going to start hearing the rumblings of people that are going to run for these House and Senate seats. The red wave. We know it's coming. I call it Armageddon. All gun control is racist. All gun control is aimed at black Americans. Yes. They don't want us to protect ourselves, folks. They're trying to take the little stuff we have. Do you understand in six weeks, we might have a whole bunch of black people on the street due to these evictions. So now we're going to have another problem we're going to have to deal with. And we know our black politicians, the ones that y'all elected, they're not going to do anything. They're just going to go on TV, cry, bitch, and moan. Maybe Cori Bush... Might be a better picture now if it snows in D.C. that she sleeps outside on the Capitol steps with a sleeping bag and maybe a space heater in snow. It might look it might. Maybe people will take her serious, but you're going to have that. Then summertime is going to come. That's when you're really going to ramp up. But before we get to the summertime. They're talking about closing arguments for this Kyle Rittenhouse starting tomorrow. 
BLM already talking about some, oh, we're prepared to go outside and riot. If you follow the channel and the podcast, you know I hate BLM. I understand the message. I hate the goddamn organization. Black people, we, we have this really dumb, innate sense of we have to tell the whole world what we're about to do before we do it. We also seem to have this rule in our community that apparently nobody follows, and it's called Real Gangsters Move in Silence. You've watched mob movies and mafia movies for years. They don't let on what they're going to do to somebody or another faction. They don't say it out loud. That's why when you see them have their meetings, their meetings are always in some sub-basement. They're keeping their plans as close to the vest as they can. But black folks, as soon as we put our mind to something, we got to run on social media and say something. We got to tell the whole world what we're doing so everybody else can set up on us. Okay, BLM ran out there and said, yeah, we're we're ready to riot in Wisconsin. Now there's 500 National Guard troops waiting for your stupid asses. I told y'all, and I said this on multiple people's comments and posts. I don't care about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial because that's a whites only problem. That's white people being off code. If you really want to get technical, that's a battle between the regular American white man and the Jews. Because remember, he killed a Jewish man. Because remember, if you look through that trial, the name that they keep bringing up is the Rosenbaum guy. That's the only one they seem to push up with reverence. The Jews got mad at this. That's why I said at the beginning, I, I, I was in a Twitter spat with this, this offended juice person because he couldn't understand why I wouldn't fight white supremacy. I understand it exists. I, as long as it doesn't affect me directly, I'm going to ignore it until it comes calling. But I have safeguards in place, so I'm fine. I don't need to worry about that. But my point is this. You keep telling... we. As black people need to stop doing this. Stop telling people what we're going to do. Just go do it. Because now if they go out there and riot and they get their heads cracked, I ain't going to have no sympathy for them. I'm sorry. I'm not. You're going to riot if a white boy gets off for shooting three black, three non-black people. So you're going to riot. I, I just want people to just understand this. B1s, I need y'all to understand this. And y'all can get mad at me for saying this. But Y'all got a sector of what of black folk that are going to go riot because white people were off code with each other. I need to splice that and put that on Instagram later. I need y'all. I'm going to say it one more time. Black people are really about to go to Wisconsin and riot if a white boy gets off for carrying a gun into a barring somebody his friend's gun. Okay, he pointed it at black people at a dealership. Okay, he didn't kill him. Okay. But y'all really about to go riot over a white boy who carried an illegal gun and shot three other white people. Y'all really about to go riot over this. But I ain't see y'all riots when Jaslyn Adams got killed in Chicago. I didn't see y'all riot when Micaiah Bryant got killed in Ohio. I didn't even see y'all riot when Jelani Day was discovered dead. I just need y'all to sink that in. That's why I can't stand 
BLM. Y'all got the audacity to go on social media and say y'all won't riot over a white boy shooting other white people. Where do we do this at? Huh? Y'all don't even make y'all say, okay, you know what? We got people like Riza Islam out here. He traveling all over the goddamn country. People want, you know, people are trying to set up on this man because this man is getting out the truth to people and people are actually listening to it on all facets. He's doing all these events. He's actually down here in Atlanta right now. He's doing all these events, trying to get the word out about these, these, these shots. And y'all don't even make y'all say, I know the nation of Islam, they, they protect their own, but y'all don't even say y'all call him up and be like, yo, listen, we know Riz is down here. We BLM Atlanta. We know he down here. Y'all need some extra security. We here for you. Y'all are really about to go outside and riot for a white boy who killed white people. You got it. Okay. Go do you. I hope nobody come out dead, but I don't know. Sometimes we can be ignorant. But before I go on, I, I got to say this. <clears throat> I don't get it, folks. I don't. You might have another three years of this. Now, we know when Armageddon happens next November, you're going to hear the white liberals and the black progressives, a.k.a. the white liberals and blackface, talking about, oh, it's Obama again. Everybody, now Joe Biden can't do nothing. The Republicans are going to be racist. Everybody's not going to be able to have their abortions. And, and everybody, voter IDs are still racist. And, and this, that, and the third. And, and, and it's let's go, Brandon. I'm sorry. I wanted to go back to 2019. I'm sorry. Vincent said, Riza Islam has saved more people for vax mandates than any other person on this planet. Yes. Protect that man. I've been trying to get him on the show. Tell him to come over here. But like I said, y'all watch this man. Every time a video goes up on this man, he gets destroyed. So much so that YouTube is going to dis disable the dislike button. You won't see it publicly. You won't see the count. But myself as a creator, I will see the count on the back end, which makes no sense. I can turn it off if I want to. Why don't you just let us do that? Hey, YouTube, I know you're probably going to see this video. Here's an idea, and I'm not in favor of it, but it might be a little better. How about if the dislikes get crazy, you just turn it off then and then give the creator the opportunity to put it back on? instead of just taking it away from people. We're not Netflix. Why don't you just disable the White House's dislike button since y'all want to protect Biden so much? What's next? You're going to start deleting comments again on, on social media like you've been doing? But, you know, it's your platform. You do whatever you want. Oh, by the way, folks, last thing. Y'all love Biden so much, right? You Biden sexuals. How come it's been damn near almost 10 months how come I don't see nobody talking about Amanda Gorman anymore? Oops, I'm going to leave that for another day. But this is what I got to say in regards to the show that I'm going to do that's going to get me flagged. And it also kind of skirts critical pedagogy in a sense that we're talking about race. For those that don't know that are non-black, there's a war internal war that black people are facing right now. We have the foundational black Americans, you know, the Americans that are descendants of slaves that have lineage that's in America versus the island and African folks. Because for some reason, they're the ones that for decades come over here and say that the FBAs are 
they're they're lazy they they are the degenerates we're the good black people now i lean on the side of the island people because my family's from jamaica but over the past year i've been seeing a lot of things that have been disturbing me when it comes to the island and african people and i plan to do this show i got to take both of those sides to task because i saw something the other day it's coily ray whatever her her boy she's some singer whatever her boyfriend said that people black people in america don't have any culture because they don't know what island they're from and fbas went off then this comedian chick jesse Wu said something about how black men go with non-white non-black women they go after them and some to the effect of they'll go harder to make their love work than with a black woman all y'all got to get it <clears throat> Because this is critical race theory in action on social media. And people buy into this bullshit. So I don't know when I'm... It's probably going to be next week. I'm still going to gather some more information. But I'm going to tell you right now. And I'm going to promo it to everybody. I need I need a large black audience for this. Because this, this, this message that I'm going to do... This might be one of my most important messages since I did the Civil War episode. Island people, y'all need to humble yourselves, but I'm not going to say too much more on that. I'm going to get up out of here. I want to thank those who tuned in. Thank you so much. Share, like, and subscribe on YouTube. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast. The link is in the description box. Tomorrow, I will be live again. I'm going to bring on a good friend, Gabriel Bell aka Ultimate Black Man Radio. He has a channel here on YouTube. Check it out. Subscribe to it. Tell him I sent you. He just dropped a book today, A Vetting Guide for Women. And he's a big hit on Clubhouse, and we're going to talk about that. We're going to let him promote the book. We're going to talk about black relationships. It's going to be a fun show. And I also might have another interview this week. I'm not sure yet. I'm still working on it. If it happens, I'll let you know on social on Instagram, Kid Gravity Beyond. If not, then I'll just keep you abreast of how the negotiations are going. But also, the 100th podcast episode will be recorded this week. Rose Gold is coming back. We're going to have fun with that, reminisce a little bit. And yeah, next week, though, folks, next Sunday, right in between... I'm probably going to do a little bit earlier. We're going to talk. We got to talk. Island people, y'all going to have to get it. I'm sorry. Island and African people, y'all going to get it. Y'all going to hate me. Y'all going to hate me. But it will help you for the better. So I'm going to get up out of here. Take care. Stay safe. As per Dr. Frauchi. Wear your mask to get your supplies unless the building tells you you don't have to wear it. And just remember, CRT stands not for critical race theory, but certainly racist tendencies. I'm out. Hey, this is Kid Gravity. Before or after you listen to this podcast, make sure you head over to YouTube and subscribe to my Kid Gravity Beyond channel, where I have live streams of subjects that you may or may not hear on this podcast, and also interviews that you may or may not hear on here. 
So again, go over to youtube.com, put in Kid Gravity Beyond, and subscribe to the channel. Thanks.